The High Priestess, card number two in tarot. The High Priestess represents intuition, divine femininity, psychic abilities, mystery, and hidden secrets. Oh, and welcome to Life's a Witch. And, and, and so, so are you. That was good. <laughs> we, that was so good. We tried to sing our We're still our working intro. on it. We're, you know, it's, it's in the working. Y'all for a musical. Yeah, one day. One day we'll have someone sing our intro or mm -hmm. give us an instrumental mm -hmm. or a little ditty. Yeah. Um, but... Uh, a little ditty by P. Diddy. If you heard our, our intro to the intro... You would know that this episode is is surrounding the energy of the high priestess. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so this is an episode about um, psychic, spiritual, um, mm -hmm. divination, all mm -hmm. that good stuff. All, I'm sure you, you know you've all heard these words. So whether you're you are new or an experienced uh, practitioner of sorts, um, let's just talk about psychics. Ooh, Ooh psychics. Um, I am going to preference that that may be one of my least favorite words. Psychic. <laughs> yeah. It's, I, I, when I think of the word psychic, I think of like neon psychic signs. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but <laughs> ask, ask, ask Rianne, what did, what did I want? Oh my God. A neon sign. And I said, because how many neon signs did they have no, in, in the port of New Orleans? <laughs> none. But... Okay, you know what? It was so, like, obviously, no offense to those that run these shops, but, like, you know, especially in California, mm -hmm. it's no, there's no denying that the majority of these psychic shops are fronts for money laundering. Um, when they have, when they have the neon psychic sign. Balls out, money um, laundering. Balls out. <laughs> <laughs> if That's you listen to our previous episode, money laundering is magic. <laughs> It literally is. You got a dirty bill, I'll make it clean. But hold on, wait a minute, wait a minute. Don't let wait a the government witch hunt you for it. <laughs> but wait, wait, Brienne, you have to do our uh the old world emporium does not endorse money laundering. Or any kind of felon felonious yeah, felonious. That's our that's activity. Our, that's our side note. I support only some for But when I got, just misdemeanors. When I got into this <laughs> when I got into this and I started reading and I was like, Oh, I'm gonna read professionally. One of my dreams was like before I knew, right? Before I knew the what came with that, oh, yeah. I was always like, oh, I'm gonna have like my own neon shop. Oh yeah. And then like, um, I always wanted to like live mm -hmm. in my shop. Like I would have like, cause so many readers I used to go to as a kid, they, their living quarters were in the back. Yeah. And then their front would be the shop. And then you know I met Brianna and she was like, no, you don't want to live in the space that you you read out of. Yeah. No. For like I guess safety reasons or safety and just the constant cleansing yeah, and, and grounding and, and privacy. Privacy and, would be a yeah. and then if yes. you had a bunch of neon signs. Mystic oh Dylan here's Mystic, Mystic Dylan, Dylan at three in the morning. Your candle didn't work. <laughs> wait, uh, excuse wait, me. Wait, wait, wait. The candle no, no, no. always works, no, but I have a question. Would be works. someone that burned it halfway down and is like, what's going on? <laughs> why why hasn't this happened immediately so yeah th that's that that's where i was and and honestly i think that's the energy that you get when you think of that word psychic it does True. have a negative connotation it, it does and i will say like as someone who i guess falls under the umbrella yeah of psychic as someone who uses intuition as someone who who connects in part to the spirit realm mm -hmm. uh, and uses divination. Um, I think that's something that that 
it's a very good episode to kind of talk about. And I think not only for listeners in terms of what a psychic is, yeah. what you should expect from a reading and yeah. get from a reading. So first off, to me, I would say a psychic is not... There are different aspects. Like I said, it's an umbrella term. Not every psychic connects with spirits. Mm. Not every psychic reads palms. Mm. Not every psychic reads tarots. Tarots. Tarot. And all those are different forms of, I would say, psychic connectivity or psychic aspects. But I really want to... Uh, encourage listeners and I think it's really good to put out there because we kind of get that here too where in our shop the old world emporium people will come in and they'll want a psychic reading or they'll want a reader and they'll assume um, that everyone does the same thing Mm -hmm. Um, and I think I just want to kind of go through I think it'd be good to go through what to expect what Mm -hmm. what psychic is Mm -hmm. so um, so while I don't necessarily um, like the word, I guess, as someone who does readings and uses their intuition and connects on on, on yeah. a level. Um, because the other thing, too, I feel like there's not a right word because I also don't like the word intuitive. Oh, my right. gosh. No, I real. was literally, I feel like that's like, <laughs> I know, uh, I get um, it. Uh, like a hype, hype word right now. Like it's Intuitive. I, well, yeah. it's becoming the next, because you know the feeling, I feel like the feeling psychic gives a lot of people is like, oh, I'm about to be ripped off. And now intuitive is also starting to gain the momentum that creates that feeling, which is really unfortunate because there are real and wonderful readers out there. Um, And I remember when I was making my little business card, I was like, am I just, I I just sucked it up and I put, um, what did I put? Psychic advisor is one of the things on there. Yeah. What the fuck do I put on here? Like, am I just going to put tarot reader and like leave it at that? It's like, and that's where it's mm-hmm. hard, and not mm-hmm. to interrupt you, but oh, like, no, that's where it's hard because everything is so limiting. I mm-hmm. think th- that's why I found the safe space of witch. Right. Because the majority of witches have psychic abilities and use divination right. and things like that. Mm-hmm. And as well as the fact that I practice witchcraft. But say that I wasn't, I mean, it's hard because one, if you're a tarot card reader, it limits you mm-hmm. as mm-hmm. just a tarot right. card reader. Okay? Right. Then if you say you're a tarot and oracle reader, mm-hmm. it's like... So you just read cards, um, but then mm-hmm. you're like, oh, well, I'm, I'm a little psychic or gifted as well. And then if you say, <laughs> if you say you're gifted, that could be anything <laughs> you could, you could be, you could be like, you, you could be talking, you're in like the gifted classes in high school. And you're oh yeah. About it That's afterwards. exactly where my mind right? goes. Like, like the gifted and talented, like when you were in gate and I cannot right. like, disassociate oh, gifted with gay right. kids. Gate kids. Yeah, I'm. Yes. I mean, I'm sure there's like. Well, wait, at least are you 10 saying people. gay kids? No, gate. gate. No, I know your. I know your little. Your little radar is going off. I almost heard gay too. <laughs> okay. But I, it is a. There is a T in there. Yeah. Gate. Also, What's that? What's gate? Gifted, gifted and talented. Which like, like education. What a way to boost someone's ego beyond necessity. Okay, you read three big books and you can take a test. You're a high school student. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that was me. I loved reading. Well, um, you, were you no, in a but I program? do also think yes. gifted maybe. maybe have a little bit of a negative connotation too. Because like yes. people also use that word in a patronizing tone a lot of times yes. for oh, other yeah. people. Like, oh, he's gifted. Yeah. She's, she's gifted. Mm-hmm. 
know. This is why I want to bring back the word soothsayer. I like that. It also reminds me of a sleuth, which is a detective. And if you oh. are sleuthing. But, like, yeah, like, the old, like, that but, was... Wait, wait, could it be a, spiritual a detective? A sooth sleuther. A sooth sleuther. Okay, wait, wait, there's so spiritual much al- detective. S- uh, alliteration sooth going on. sleuther. So, so no. the... You know, I know, I'm not good at words. It's just hard to say. It's just, it's, it's okay. hard to say. Yeah. I, I, I just like spiritual detective. I'm gonna go with that. Right, but what if you're not... Oh, I guess so. Yeah, you're yeah. uncovering something. I mean, right. if you are working if, with spirits... Right. That's true. And what would the are, role of a spiritual detective be? Uncovering... Finding lost items. Uncovering... Or uncovering the answers. Uncovering answers. Yeah. Uncovering arcane wisdom. So, yeah. Uh, going back to words, they can be very restricting. Yes. Especially now. Um, because I do... While I read tarot cards... I'm a tarot card reader, yes, but I'm so much more you do to a that. Lot more than yes, that. You know? Absolutely. And the same with, you know, you and the same with you. Like there's there's very hard ways. Right. It's very hard to kind of find that um niche. So you shouldn't pigeonhole yourself. But I am like going over what a quote unquote psychic is. One, there are a lot of things too that I, I like misconceptions about psychics or just getting a reading. Right. I can't tell you how many times I will say, do you have a question? And they'll be like, yes. I was like, awesome, what is it? And they're like, wait, don't. I have don't, to tell you? I have to tell you? And I'm like, like I'm my loves. A mind reader. My mm-hmm. loves, I am a psychic, right. not a mind reader. Like, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not, what is it, telepathic? Right, yeah. <laughs> I'm not a telepath, uh, you know? It's, it's just, it's not, it's not, Telepathy. it doesn't work like that. I'm not going to pull cards to figure out your question and then do a reading on the question <laughs> that I've just figured out from pulling cards. Yes, precisely. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I'm not a, a mind reader. Um, then sometimes people think that, like, pyrokinesis and telekinesis and all these things fall under the realm of psychic and I was like I'm also not an X-Men right yeah <laughs> well I'd like to be yes mm-hmm. well also uh, going back to the Star Wars X-Men's are witches oh my gosh you said it again wait did I <laughs> and X- X-Men's X-Men's are witches yes. <laughs> well what are they the, the mutants the mutants yeah. mutants are, are, are witches I think there's a lot of people that are going to vehemently argue with <laughs> yes. you about that. Yes. And I just want to put this out there right now. Regardless of what I think, Dylan is wrong and I don't want your DM about this. <laughs> <laughs> wow! <laughs> All the comments are one star review. They don't know anything about pop X-Men culture. It's not just witches. The mutants are so much more than that. They represent so much more. <laughs> it's like a full yes. essay. <laughs> yes. Um, so no, but, uh, so yes, um, when we get into the realm of psychic, I also think that there are, there are subcategories or sub things. So I call them the Claire's. You have Claromancy. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, that is the, the, well, Claromancy is casting stones and, and kind of seeing what's mm-hmm. up, but then you have, um, the, uh, oh my God, no, not, hold Clairvoyant, on. Clairvoyant. Clairvoyant, mm-hmm. thank you. So you have clairvoyant, that is seeing, sight, okay, um, clairaudient, which is the aspect of hearing things mm-hmm. and hearing message. Um, so you have many different, uh, clairsentient, which is sense, mm-hmm. um, and then I know there's one for tasting, but 
you know, those tasting psychics. Or maybe I made that up. Who, what you going around? <laughs> what, whose ghost are you giving up? Mm, let me, let me taste, a lick. Let, let me get it. to the lick of... <laughs> now, how, how many licks does it take to get to the center of Grandma's ghost? <laughs> <laughs> We've just offended the actual. Someone's gonna be like, you don't get it. I taste pain. Yes. And it's like I'm, sh- I'm sure, but how many licks does it take to get to the center of Grandma's ghost? And it's a question we all have. That is our, that is our, um, one of our podcast shirts. <laughs> how many licks does it take to get to the center of Grandma's ghost? I feel get, like we need that on get a mug. Glow pops or Tootsie Pops. We should get Tootsie Pops, pops. Oh, with, mean, the, with yeah. our with our podcast name. Yeah. 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 There we go. So, um. You know, there are lots of those. I'm going to ask, ooh, I have a good question for the table. What was your first, when was your first, or have you ever had a professional psychic reading? Um, and what was it like? Actually, I lied. Have you ever have a, had a profound one? And then have you ever had one that was meh? Yes and yes. Yes and yes. So let's go. Ivy, let's, let's. So I have had a handful of profound readings um and my first one was when i was like 13 on catalina island um and my grandparents and my brother had left in the golf cart to go look at the animals that are running around on that island um very cute and i went to the tarot shop that was by the beach and that was just a lovely experience she told me a lot of stuff that has come true to this day so, so there's some things i'm holding on to in the back of my head still that i'm like well this shit's gonna happen she was pretty right on with timing um and then i've had several not so profound experiences <laughs> as well um of just things that like you know when you go in and someone starts to tell you about yourself and you're like this is not at all me like someone I, I had someone start to tell me like what a mathematical person i am and like oh, how wait. I yeah like I've been there and then like started to go into like some other like just wild crap you know and I can't help but sit and listen and then there was like a time at the Renaissance Fair where I went and she was like oh, I can read your star chart and the woman pulled up Astro Babble I've never forgotten that <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've never I've never felt so ripped off in my life as giving this woman forty dollars to oh go on Astro Babble but I did also spend uh, twenty of that thirty minutes crying to her about things that had happened in my life because I thought, you know what? I'm going to get my $40 worth out of this. This woman's my therapist for the next 20 minutes. So <laughs> get your money's worth. If someone's bad, just start crying. Get it all out. There we go. What about you, Brienne? <laughs> um, my first experience was as a teenager down in Venice Beach, mm-hmm. you know, where you just... You go it's to one. 20 bucks. You go yeah. to one. You're you're riding your beach cruiser up and down, you know, the strip, and then you just go in and, and you do that because it's... I went in with the expectation that this is fluff, you know what I mean? So I didn't really, I don't recall exactly what was said. I just was like, okay, this is fun. Like Mm -hmm. entertainment, kind of what we mentioned um, last episode. So I didn't have any other readings for years. I mean, it was just until recently where I started getting readings um, frequently. And who did you meet, Brianne? Like, oh what God. what reader was Ooh, that? that I, you met? Oh my gosh. What mystery you know, man? Yeah, <laughs> man. I'm, pick, I'm picking up on a I'm man. I'm sensing man. <laughs> man? 
man. Hmm. I'm pretty sure he was a man. That's what I'm getting. I, getting. I, I mean, I that, feel that like energy. it had a D in the name, but oh, I'm not sure. Is my, it? Is it? Oh my, oh my god! I think it was David, Mystic David, Daniel. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Anyway. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I didn't I didn't really like dabble or try to seek out any readings or you right. know really anything to do with um psychic readings, tarot right. readings, spiritual readings or or anything like that and, until recently. And um I have had some really good readings, you know, from people that I love and admire and then um, some not so good readings, yeah. and I just have to kind of take the good with the bad, mm-hmm. I guess, and just use my best judgment and and just yeah. say, you know, and that wasn't intuition. for me, and my intuition, and say, you mm. know, that wasn't for me. Thank you, but yeah, no, yeah. Um, and it though I will say, being more of a skeptic, mm-hmm. you know, um, and having that kind of just brain. Um, those no experiences kind of confirm the skeptic thinking in my head, which is hard because then that makes it more difficult for me to kind of really tap into my right. intuition. Right, it's like one step backward. Yes. I, so, yeah. um, which is which is unfortunate. Which is yes. really unfortunate. I will. So my first reading, um, I had as a kid, and I think it was very like. I don't even remember it that much, but I know that it was like a palm reading, mm-hmm. and that's when I started kind of like learning palms, and and it was very, it it was less psychic fortune telling, mm-hmm. and more the sense of how I read palms is the way that I learned from her. Uh, she was from Sri Lanka. She worked at a bookshop called uh, the Bodhi Tree, and it was like this is your lifeline. This is what it means. Things like that, and I thought that was so cool because yeah. she essentially was giving me a characteristic reading in a sense Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and and from what i remember and recall like a lot of that has come into fruition or like i feel like a lot of the characteristics that she even called out in my childhood Mm -hmm. i have adopted or grown into right um the one that was really profound for me though was when i was 19 i went to salem for my birthday and i got a reading in salem as one does you got to it was may it was a slow season this woman i walked in and she said happy birthday to me okay didn't like oh i didn't have God. a but it's not like disneyland so i didn't mm-hmm. have like a birthday button or anything <laughs> welcome to salem happy birthday <laughs> yeah so she was like happy birthday and my my friend leah was like you need to get a reading from her uh uh so we like got a little 15 minute reading and she without knowing anything about me she like pulled cards um and i had known tara at the time so i i had had to like force myself not to look at the card she was pulling because i would like overanalyze but she was like you're torn between two paths i see you following a path that you may not essentially want to take on take on additional responsibilities she saw travel all this stuff and then you know she was essentially alluded to the fact that i was going to be a professional reader and i was like well that's fun 
but I'm going to be on Broadway, you know, <laughs> right. and then here I am, you know, a years professional later, professional leader with a shop and a witch <laughs> and all this stuff. And she was essentially saying that my spirituality was also going to be my spiritual path was going to be my moneymaker. Yeah. And that is something that has stuck with me. Yeah. Then yeah. six months ago, I got a reading or eight <laughs> months ago, I got a reading um, as one does just to get. Uh, and I think it was, it was like $20 and I was like, why not? 20 bucks. And this woman told me that I needed to stop dating Scorpio women. Um, women <laughs> being the, the operative word, uh, that I had no creativity and that I oh was too God. stuck to the mundane. And this is why I, I, um, giggled when you said math because she was like, I see you as like a mathematician or architect. Yeah. And I was like, literally ask Brianne about my architect skills. Who wants to put crown molding on everything? Oh my gosh! Oh yeah, then yes, crown molding on the TV. Angles don't exist. Like there, there are angles that physics have yet to discover <laughs> with Dylan's I'm um, discover them. mathematician yeah. skills. And uh, then she told me that she saw me in a, and I was like, "What a old term in aerobics class." And that's where she saw me Jazz with a woman. <laughs> She and saw she, you in Dirty Dancing. <laughs> so that's like, Maybe she, she saw, saw me you embracing, on Broadway. Yeah. <laughs> no, she saw me that? embracing a woman. Oh my god! Um, and she was like, "I was going to meet my true love, and, and that she was class. not going to be a Scorpio." And well, I yeah, just remember, <laughs> <laughs> I just remember being like, "Whoa!" I think she was. She, if I'm not mistaken, I think she's was really. Um, Relaying the beginning of Saturday Night Fever <laughs> when John Travolta, I think, is like dancing and they were in leotards and they were like given the sexy look. She had just that, watched it the night I before think, and she's like, I know that woman is not oh a my Scorpio gosh. in this. Yes. Yes. So I, I, I think of that. Um, but all in all, I, I'm not, I'm not. We're not here to to shit on psychics or psychic readings, and and obviously we we are all readers. We all use our intuition. We all have oh, sure. psychic abilities. Um, but I do, I do think it'd be good to like kind of talk about what to expect in a reading, um, and what to kind of be aware of. Yeah, you know. So for me, especially with like tarot or tool, mm-hmm. you know, um, tarot is a fixed system. As it has fi- their fixed cards, so unless they preface that they, which I don't know why you would use tarot, if you are going to just solely do an intuitive reading, um, right. which that's a completely different tangent. Um, it's like you know, try to think of if they get too specific, unless they're like super, 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 super amazing. Mm-hmm. But like sometimes, you know, I, I've just found that like a lot of readers, or if they stop the reading and be like, you have a curse on you. You know, mm-hmm. no curses come up in tarot card readings. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's not going to happen. Um, another thing too is that I feel like when you get a reading, so many things happen in a reading. But like mm-hmm. if you're getting a tarot card reading, but then Martha comes up and she is your spirit guide, but also your dead grandmother's wife. (laughs) Dead grandmother's aunt. Aunt comes through. Dead grandmother's secret lesbian (laughs) lover. Yes, Mm -hmm. it's possible. I actually picked up on that. So if any of you have a grandmother (laughs) who who had a wife, call Mystic Dylan. Yes. You know, (laughs) there we go. But uh, no, I I think it's like, try, try to 
vet your readers, yeah. mm-hmm. you know? Make sure that you do lots of research on them. Figure out their right, their reading style. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. always good to ask, how do you read? Because if they tell you, I read like this, this, and this, and then you come in and they pull all this other stuff, you're going to say, well, yeah. that's not what you told me. Right. I feel like you could kind of also tell when somebody's grasping at straws. Absolutely. So you really that's can. why it mm-hmm. is really good to go in and, and get yeah. that information. And if it's a store like ours where we have several readers, find one that you connect mm-hmm. with. Yes. Because there could be times where you're just like, you know, I may like you because you have curly hair. Or mm-hmm. I'd rather see a male reader. Right. You may never... but. But find somebody that you can feel right. connected with, whether it's reading their bio or just by looks or, mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. I would right. say also take that into consideration. And also make sure that your reading doesn't turn into a session of 20 questions. Yes. So yes. that is a common telltale. Yeah. So if you come in asking for a relationship reading, I will say the only one question that I would ask first off is, are you single? Mm-hmm. You know? Or is there, like, someone specific that you want to look at? Like, is it that you're looking for a relationship that you're currently in? Or are you just looking at options? You know, that is is a good question just to base the reading. But if they start saying, you know, give me your marriage history or, you know, what about this or how many, you know... When it becomes super personal, they're they're constantly asking questions mm-hmm. and then validating. I think that is is also one. I typically right. will just ask them in questions of like, you know, what. Well, first of all, I'll ask what is your question. If they say it's a relationship, I'll say, are you in a? If it's for a relationship, I'll say, are you in a relationship or not? Right. And then I'll just read. Yeah. You know, um, and that's pretty much it. But if you start. Asking, you know, and then if someone asks about career, I'll say, you know, what career are you interested in or what right. career are you currently at right now and kind of go from there. Right. So, I mean, I'm, I'm trying to, like, uh, there are so many other telltale signs, but... I, it, am I allowed to bring up in, in this space right now, like, people that guarantee things? Yes. Like, I don't like when people, like, I can guarantee 100% that. 100% success accuracy. Yes. yes. What, like, what does that even mean? I like, will raise your grandmother reading? from the dead. I will bring this lover to you from oh, across the sea and you yes. will get married. There's no such thing as 100% certainty except for everything and everyone you know will die. <laughs> there um, we go. Not me. Well, wait, slash. But hold not on, hold on. But not Brie. Ivy can now tell you that she has a hundred percent accurate guarantee <laughs> that one day some people are gonna die. Damn, your rates just yeah. went up. <laughs> so you know that's the thing. There are no guarantees, and also, I mean, everyone reads differently. Everyone has a personal uh, connection to how they see mm-hmm. fate or future. I believe in fate. I don't believe that it is fixed, rock-hard system. Okay? So Mm -hmm. I don't think things are written in stone. When I do a reading, okay, I'm reading on the energy that is available at that moment. I'm reading at the energy that is surrounding your question at that Mm -hmm. moment or that presence. But also, I do not control free will. So if you ask about your relationship 
with Bob and where that's standing, mm -hmm. I will tell you the energy of that. If Bob decides to cheat on you and, like, fuck 12 other people, that is not necessarily... You know, that's his choice, right. you know? So that is that is also the thing, too, you know? There are right. so many different aspects, and, and um, I will say that as an intuitive, you can pick up on things that are accurate, but you can't control outside influences. Mm -hmm. You cannot... Um, I really don't like it when people say, I can see this specific thing, and I know it's going to happen. And yes, I think that there are people who are very intuitive. Mm -hmm. I, I have had intense feelings about things and people, right. and, and I've had premonitions. I'm like, oh shit, that came true, mm -hmm. and, and I've had lots of confirmation. Mm -hmm. um, but when there is someone who, when things are hyper-specific or when they tell you you have to do this, right. the reason why you have to do it is to guarantee that their reading is accurate. Mm -hmm. <laughs> or they get more money. Yes. Right. <laughs> well, a little bit extra in the pocket. Yeah. yeah, if they're telling you to do super, super specific stuff, it's probably also so eventually you'll get very caught up in the very specific things you have to do, get very stressed about not doing them right, and then eventually forget about it because you have made yourself so stressed trying to do these impossible things that... Yeah. Uh, and watch out. Like, I think a lot of, of psychics, they will groom their, their um, oh, clients sure. yeah. so that they have to come back, you mm -hmm. know? Like, you know, they'll say, I can't, I can't show you this at this time. Right. You know, you have mm. to come back. You have to do this. Like if a hairdresser um, did that to you, you wouldn't go back. Could you imagine? Yeah. Right. I can only do one half of your head. I'll do your bangs <laughs> next time. But also it's full price. <laughs> yeah. It's still full price. Um, so just watch out about that. Now, since we did the first half hour of the negative aspects of psychic reading, we can talk about one of the wonders and beauties one of the wonders, the many wonders, many wonders and beauties of of uh, this realm and the spiritual journey, because there is there really is a lot there. Yeah, and I would say how how would you? I mean, we all have different versions, but like Ivy, what was your what was your stepping stone? Like, what would say what was your introduction to doing readings? Well, first of all, I would say explain what kind of readings you do and how that came about in your journey. Uh, I do tarot, pendulum, intuitive um, readings, and that was through like a collection. Like I said, I picked up pendulum when I a rock shop popped up. I'd kind of been doing tarot bef uh, at the mall, um, and I'd kind of been doing tarot before that. Um, and the intuitive, I think a lot of people are just intuitive by nature. So, um, you know, via some guesstimation, um, and as, as far as how I got started, um, I, I saw a, a woman who is a really fantastic medium, um, who told me that I would be someone who could make money doing, um, that kind of work. You know, which like was was That's really so funny. I got, mm -hmm. the, I literally yeah, got the exactly. Same. Um, and she works out here, um, and I'd seen her with my aunt years and years and years before. Um, I just had gone with my aunt to the reading, and it was 
fine and whatever. And then I'd gone again. I'd scheduled a session for my mom and I after my dad had passed because I knew she was a good medium. Also, I went in under uh, a name that was different that I was using at the time that um, wasn't part of my Facebook, wasn't attached to my phone number, um, nothing. So this woman could not look me up and she did not know I was bringing someone else with me until 20 minutes later when she called and she was like, are you bringing someone with you? And I was like, yes. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> very, a spooky moment. <laughs> it was very cool. Um, and then we got in there and she started immediately was like hooked onto talking about my dad, some very specific things that man didn't use social media either. So like specific things that would be so familial, like how could you know? Um, and then came around and eventually told me that like I should get into it and gave me her card and I was too shy to take up the opportunity of doing a reading for her and working parties for her because she'd get people that would ask for tarot readers for parties. Um, and I thought it was very sweet, but the fact she offered me that gave me a huge boost of confidence. Like That's awesome. Yeah. I... I... I now want to call you, though, Ivy the Guestimator. I, yeah. Can that be your... <laughs> Sometimes that's how I feel about it. Sometimes my intuition, I think to myself, like, damn, good guesstimation, man. Which I know is a really silly way of putting it, because it's deeper than that. But that's, that's just the word I associate for myself. But I will say, like, I always talk about, like, I had that experience, too, where right. they did not know. So uh, Adela Levine, who right. I have the podcast, The Witch and the Medium, with... Um, she, my, I got a reading from her and we had been friends, but like she, we were not friends on social media. Right. Um, and there was no way she could have known. I did not talk about my, you know, my step grandfather. Right. Who had passed. Like it was one of those things. And I got a reading with her and she was like, the name John is coming up mm -hmm. to me and he is showing me a book and let me fucking tell you the what? Oh my god, Rhea's <laughs> looking at me. I talk with my hands and I'm about to like bang yeah, my hand. It really looks like he's about to the slap table. the shit out of free. <laughs> yeah. uh, with my broken finger. Yeah. Um, but uh, she she's like, I saw, I see a book, I'm getting the name John. I immediately started crying. Mm -hmm. I was like, there's no fucking way. There was mm -hmm. no way. So I definitely, definitely, definitely... Um, you know, kind of believe in, in that. And, I mean, you haven't necessarily had a, a medium session, Brianna, have you? No. But, but Queen Co. Yeah, actually, when we just, uh, ho she hosted a class for, a, or we hosted a class. She was the uh, teacher. Um, pretty remarkable. Mm -hmm. I, my brother, who had passed, um, came in. And it was my first experience ever um, in that kind of situation. Because I had been to, like, um, you know, group group meetings where there have yeah. been mediums. And yeah. it always was like, oh, I hope, I please hope they... Please pick me. Please pick me. Yeah. Please pick me. And it had never happened. Right. And so the fact that my brother came in and... Um, and also around the same date that he... Past, right? no, no. Oh, no, no, but she, she had the yours, dates yeah. right as yeah. far as um birthday, yeah, and um, so, um, yeah, it was really like I, I'm, I'm honestly still processing it because I'm right. trying to go like I, there is a lot of information for me to go through as right. far as like reconciling 
the afterworld mm-hmm. or where you go and then spirits and then mm-hmm. like I start asking all these crazy questions well like do, is there like what are the rules you know like in Beetlejuice where they get like that handbook for the recently <laughs> oh yeah, yeah yeah like what are the rules for for spirits like do they just mm-hmm. hang out or like is is my brother the same age like if he had to take medication and he was sick, does he still have to do that? Like, where are all mm-hmm. these rules? So I'm, and honestly, I'm still trying to process all of that to figure out, you know. Oh yeah. Um, what that experience was like for mm-hmm. me, and I, it was incredible though. Like yeah. I, I got teary eyed. Yeah. Um, and I. I take it to heart. I, I believe mm-hmm. um, that that experience was real and that it happened. I'm just still still processing it. Well, she also yeah. t- she tapped in on because my grandfather mm-hmm. passed. Mm-hmm. She she tapped in. She had the name John and the date, mm-hmm. the month, not the exact date, but the month that he passed. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then she tapped in on your dad. Yeah, the first session we did with her, she tapped in on my dad, um, who I think is an obnoxious spirit for any medium. <laughs> <laughs> so shout out to Queen Co. Yeah, you know yes. that. I mean, it wasn't meant to be, you know. But it, it is. I totally forgot that we all have that experience. No, for real. Shout yeah. out to Queen Co. No, and and like amazing. we want to give kudos where kudos, kudos are, deser- are yeah. deserved. I and can't we, give her enough kudos. She is, she's amazing. <laughs> and like so, but Co. her, she's at Conjure South yeah, on Instagram, Conjure and South. that mm-hmm. will take you to all of her other yes. social media. Mm-hmm. Um. So just moving forward. Forward with you, Brianne, you know, when you, one, you know, as Ivy said, like, we all have intuition. We all mm-hmm. have that gut instinct. Mm-hmm. Um, how has your journey with, like, tarot been? I'm, I know how it's been, but I'm asking you. I see you. I am still working on harnessing my intuition. I need to turn off my brain. Mm-hmm. And trust my gut. And I just, that's how my brain works. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. really trying to work on it because I'm an anxious person. I'm an overthinker. I can't, you know, I'm 200 miles per hour up here. Mm-hmm. And I need to be able to slow my, my brain down to really trust my gut and go with that. And to be able to harness my intuition. And so that's where I'm at right now. I'm working on it. It does take work. Mm-hmm. I have a a table and a team of cheerleaders for me which also helps um and i just you know i i i'm still on my journey i know yeah. i could do it i know i will do it i i'm i have the confidence out there it's just trusting myself yeah. you know because this is new for me this is a right. new path i don't have that you know i'm not a subject matter expert so then i kind of feel like that imposter syndrome yeah i guess no, that's what I it's called that. so i'm i'm just trying to reconcile that mm-hmm. and and really to to let that go and trust that yes i can do readings i am good at it and just you know give myself the pat on the back that you both say I need to do, but I need to do it for myself. And that's where I'm still Absolutely. I'm still at. And I think one of the cool things about this podcast and the way now that it's structured is that, like, 
I think it's also, as we go through the journey of the tarot and the major arcana and stuff like that, we're also kind of seeing your journey, Brianna, as like mm-hmm. a, a witch and a practitioner and, mm-hmm. and a reader. And I'm, I'm still learning, you know, yeah. and I ha- I'm not ashamed about that. I love asking no, questions. Absolutely I love, not. I love being yeah. the learner in, in this kind of, in yes. this round table. But it must also be, I mean, this is where I think the, the, not double-edged sword, but this is where it's interesting. It's like, you obviously do have a sense of intuition and belief because while I know you say you don't connect with the dogmatic aspects of, like, Christianity per se, Mm -hmm. it is interesting that when you look at witchcraft, I feel like, to a layman, witchcraft seems much more woo-woo and supernatural and fantastical than... Than Christianity. So, what would you say is your? I mean, as a practicing witch, but also as someone who is skeptical, how do you, how do you balance that? From what I know, and I was raised, I guess Christian. I mean, mm-hmm. we were bad Christians. I get. I mean, like yeah. we didn't go to church regularly. Like I said, the church we went to was open and affirming and non-denominational. I did go to temple with my right, with my yeah. friends. I did learn about other religions, but um, as far as like the Bible, and you both know, as I ask the multitude of questions, and don't forget, I will share my most embarrassing question that happened later, because we promised... Is it later in this episode, or are you saving No, it later in this episode, right? Oh, because well, I... Because no, because... My, wait, this is only... I don't, I don't know about it, This is the I'm psychic waiting. episode. But we're leading into <laughs> it right now. Are we, though? I feel like we have to wait for... Okay, that means I'm waiting, too. You're not just making the audience wait. I'm on the I'm on yes, the cliffhanger you're with you. on the cliffhanger with us. So I would say this is High Priestess. What is the next one after this? The Empress? The Empress. Um, let's wait for the Hierophant. What number? What card number is that? That's so okay. far down. That's so okay. Mean. Um, that's mean to me. You're being that's mean card to five. me. So no, on episode... That's mean. That's episode five. You will know her, her secret. But continue. Okay. So... It's hard for me to be like, Jesus walked on water, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so that dude walked Wait, on did water. did you just ask us for confirmation? Yes. Yes, okay. well, I saw it. <laughs> so, or, I mean, just the stories are so fantastical mm-hmm. that, or like, there's a god up there and he created every little minute thing. He created the mitochondria and then this freaking flesh-eating bacteria and, you know, the beautiful zebra or, or whatever. Right. I just find that very hard to believe that some being did that. And most likely, it's always, like, referenced as a dude or a guy or a male or right. whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think that's cool. Mm-hmm. And it's easier for me to align my beliefs mm-hmm. with, like, Pagan, you know, things that are considered pagan, like nature deities or Mm -hmm. different deities where other kind of um, followers would be like, okay, they brought... the, the harvest was great this year mm-hmm. because the god of water rain the flooded mm-hmm. the Nile like yes. Hathor who who is yeah. one of the deities that I work with floods the Nile every year mm-hmm. brings the regrowth and and all of the the you know the harvest and stuff so mm-hmm. uh, that's easier for me to believe like 
those aspects. I think right. Not, um, not the people. Right. Yes. I think when we're thinking about, okay, so if we're thinking about, like, pagan gods, like, let's say, like, the Greek pantheon, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't think of those stories as literal, just like I don't think of biblical stories as literal. To me, those are all mythologies. Now, of course, there are absolutely people who think the earth is 5,000 years old and flat, and that's biblically accurate. But there's also a lot of people who take the Bible as their essentially mythology Mm -hmm. for the practice of their religion. But there's still a lot of contradictions. Why would God say, I'm going to give you horrible cancer, breast cancer, Mm -hmm. make your life miserable, Mm -hmm. but then I'm going to cure you? Well, because God in the Bible is also an asshole. Okay. Yes. Yeah, and so that's, that's sort of his deal. I guess, but that's yeah. that's that's what I know. Yeah. No, so precisely. So that's why yeah. I can't. Yeah, no, I, I, I see where you're coming from. I can't from get down with sure. that. No, um, and I think that this is definitely going to be a. This will be an episode in itself. Um, but going back to like the psychic aspect, um, do you do you find that? I mean, I know you said you're working with your intuition, but you definitely like. You resonate with tarot, right? And the knowledge mm-hmm. that comes from tarot and, and the wisdom? Absolutely. Absolutely. And I don't know how or why, mm-hmm. but I have faith. Yes, and you get it, gut feelings. That it works. Mm-hmm. And I do because I know, like, when I haven't trusted my gut, mm-hmm. it's not good. No, absolutely. And <laughs> so let me I, tell you, I right. trust my gut now, and that's where I'm I'm leading myself with yes. tarot. Mm-hmm. And I always say, like, the way that I feel it, like, intuition, it's like, you know when they do that trivia, and you know the answer, but you don't say it because you're scared you're going to be wrong, mm-hmm. but then it's the answer that you thought. I mean, we and all like, did it today. Do you remember well, when we made that bet? Yes. And we, and were, we were all, all wrong, wrong because we were... We, we looked at what you said. We looked at the, um, or what did uh, Morgan mentioned it? How do you say we were looking at the facts? We, we, yeah. we were too busy looking at the facts and statistics instead mm-hmm. of trusting our gut. Yeah, we were trying to break it down like we were playing a game. Uh, but we didn't bet money on it either. And if we did, no. we all would have lost it. Yes. yes. Um, but there's always that, like, you know, when you're like, oh, like, oh, I, I was thinking that, you know, we always have that moment mm-hmm. of, I was going to say it. I yeah. didn't right. say it. This is yeah. how I was feeling. Yeah. So try to, I think in those moments, try to trust your intuition, mm-hmm. you know? And, and I would say, you know, for me, I actually had to relearn tarot because when I first started, I, being like a book nerd, um, I memorized everything, Mm -hmm. and I mean, I had hard, fast rules. Like, that Three of Swords was heartbreak. Mm -hmm. You could explain to me that it was a different situation. You could say you were feeling something Mm -hmm. else, and I was like, no. And then it wasn't until one of my other mentors was like, okay, yes, you know the cards. Right. But you have to think about the person and the question and mm-hmm. their energy. And then she was like, look at the cards next to it. So now when I read, I'm trusting my intuition. I'm using the messages of the cards. Mm-hmm. But I'm also noticing that, okay, yes, I have that three of swords. But what is that card surrounding? Right. What are the other cards that picked? What is the... What is the how does that fit within the question that was asked? Right. So I think that there are so many different components. And like... You know, even using your pendulum, mm-hmm. you are trusting. You're kind of like 
I mean, I don't know if you do this, but like it's kind of like dipping out and letting the pendulum do the work. Sometimes my pendulum helps me read tarot. Like sometimes yeah. I'm using it and it helps me figure out what direction I'm reading my cards in. Because <laughs> nice. I'll just go ham and lay them down. And then uh, sometimes it's like reading a sentence. Sometimes it's a little more all over the place. But yeah, sometimes my pendulum also helps that more intuitive part of me connect more deeply. Um, it's for me it's not as much like dipping out and zoning out as it is like being hyper aware mm-hmm. you know like being being almost overly aware of what's happening around me and that's like my tune in um because i feel like normally i'm kind of out in space yeah you know? and we just talked about that in the right. previous episode about those are also differences right. of us yeah you know you feel that you're more active uh spiritually or, or magically mm-hmm. when you're hyper focused to mm-hmm. me I think I'm always plugged in, mm-hmm. so I have to dip out. Yeah, you know. And actually, when I do a reading or like when I do any kind of working, um, I call it like the sneeze. Like you know when you sneeze and then everything that gets blurry. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, like I kind of do that where I like squint my eyes or I'll try to like get to that space where I can't. After I see the initial card and I can read them, I kind of dip out a little bit to mm-hmm. be like, what is the bigger picture? Or what more is kind of coming through yeah. that I can use um, in the reading? Uh, and I would say, you know, for new, for anyone who is new coming into to readings or, or learning mm-hmm. about, you know, intuition or psychic awareness, the first thing that I would say is take Whatever anyone says with a grain of salt. Mm. Oh, okay. There is no fast, right, hard way to be a quote unquote psychic or psychic reader, okay? Except for tarot. Learn and memorize the fucking tarot cards and then do whatever you want. Yeah. But like memorize tarot because it's a fixed system. Mm -hmm. But I mean, I think for intuition, it's, it's trusting that little gut feeling. Right. I think it's testing yourself. Mm -hmm. You know, um, calling on on whatever it is. Be like, show me a sign. Because I promise you, you will get confirmation. Right. Yeah. You know? Um, And what has worked, I mean, what has worked, do you have any tips that you do? Or what has worked for you, Brianne? Get out of my head. Mm -hmm. Get out of your head. I mean, you have to do that for the client. Otherwise, it's kind of rude. Yeah. Yeah. So I just... Whether it's just taking a moment and breathing just so I'm not, like, you know, in my head. I just, yeah, I just get out of my head. Yeah. And Uh where I don't know if some of you need to get in your head, but I think getting out of your head and creating a space that you are going to be doing this for someone else. Right. Yeah, no, uh, that's exactly how I feel. It's like the out of my head, into my body, being very there. Yes. And I would also say, too, another thing. Um, especially with reading for other people or reading for yourself, mm-hmm. be objective. Mm-hmm. The best readers are objective. So I always true. tell people, this is, oh, this is another word that I like, mm-hmm. the oracle, okay? Mm-hmm. Like, I know there are oracle cards, but, like, I kind of consider myself an oracle in the yeah. sense that I'm just a vessel, mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. The knowledge is coming from the cards or whatever I pick up. It is not me designating mm-hmm. or coming up with the the information yeah it is it is the i i kind of take it as whether i hear it feel it sense it see it i'm just going with the feels i right? like that okay I like so that. i i do like i'm gonna freaking bring that back dylan the oracle 
Yes. I like but it. But that was in history, remember? All well, those yeah. historical, like yeah, the, the, the kings and queens and stuff like that, they yeah. had oracles, oracles on their like yeah. team to help them make decisions, whether it was to go to war. Dream job. Yeah. Or, if you need a war yeah. oracle, a oracle, some may say, I'll hit me up. You know, but also it's like, you know, and sometimes what I liked about that is that you would, you know, and, and we'll talk about this probably on another uh podcast but it's like they use some of those oracles they were uh, their visions were induced by you know psychotropic mm-hmm. drugs herbs yeah. um in delphi they had it was fissures so mm-hmm. it was like the um, it was like a spring and the spring released these gases or acid uh, they uh, were constantly hallucinating <laughs> precisely they were like oh. they were so <laughs> Blasted at all times. How could they not spit out some prophecy? Yes. <laughs> um, and, but, so it's like, it's really that, it's that, you know, letting go and mm-hmm. just going forth. Um, so, really, it's it's that, that to me is psychic. Psychic is, mm-hmm. is explaining what you, or not explaining, psychic is saying what you feel, what you see, I think, and, right. and knowing that there are some prophetic aspects that come with that. It's seeing the mm-hmm. wave coming and telling yeah. someone about it. And, and I will say, too, it's like, you know, the previous tarot card that we talked about was the magician. Mm-hmm. In tarot, specifically, it's like the magician was is the active. Mm-hmm. You know, he does and creates. Mm-hmm. The high priestess is the passive. She mm-hmm. will, she may tell you the knowledge She's not necessarily going to tell you the how to get there, or she's mm-hmm. not going to get you there. She's mm-hmm. just telling you what, what's she's up. She's telling you what's up. Mm-hmm. She's just telling you what's up. Mm-hmm. And I think we have enough time to do a little reading. Give us a little reading. Reading. Ooh, I like yeah. that. Right? That's so we're going to bring out the cards. Yay. Yay. Oh, is this your... Um... This is my... Tarot Noir. Oh, I thought that was Brian's. Um, and uh, these are Tarot Noir. And I got these in. So I had seen them in France, and I was like, "Oh my god, I need them!" But uh, they were like crazy expensive. And then I saw them again in New Orleans. They were still crazy expensive. (laughs) Uh, But then I was like, "You know what? I probably never will see them again." So I purchased them. So let's go ahead and. As we move the iPad, you're going to hear some movement. Yeah, have fun with some tarot ASMR with this tarot noir. And our card of the day, or week. Card of the week. Card of the week is... Ooh, the nine of cups. Nine of cups. Nine of cups. And the nine of cups is... Uh, essentially it's it's kind of close to achieving your goal. You're one step there on an emotional level. Mm-hmm. And what I will do is I will allow Brienne. Brienne, would you like to Nine of Cups us? Give us our keywords from the Nine of Cups for our people. Contentment, gratification, yep. good luck, satisfaction. There we go. All those things. Yeah. So I kind of see this week being a little easy breezy. Mm-hmm. I think you're going to, it's going to go by quickly. You're going to be content. Mm-hmm. You're going to have all the good things. You may achieve some luck in there. Get lucky. 
Get lucky. Ooh. Get lucky. Yeah, get lucky. But COVID safe luck. But COVID safe yes. luck. Um, so just to let you know, um, we do have uh, a special going on. Um, it is the Lupercalia special. So fun fact, Lupercalia is a precursor to what we consider Valentine's Day. So for all you lovers out there or single people, um, we have a uh, coupon code. Well, not a coupon code. Yes, a coupon yes, code. Yes. So if you go to oldworldemporium.com and you use the code Lupine Love, you will get 15% off any item. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Or your whole order. Or your whole order. Your whole order. Uh, so that's oldworldemporium.com, and the code is LupineLove. L-U-P-I-N-E-L-U-V-E, no space. Oh, L-U-V-E? Fine, L-U-V-E. Well, I spelled love wrong, didn't I? You did. <laughs> Let, let's do L-O-V-E. 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 No, still no space. Still no space. Sorry, I can't spell. Lupine Love, L-O-V-E. Um, also, please go. We are now streaming on all platform services for podcasts. Mm-hmm. So go to Apple or iTunes, Apple iTunes. I don't know. It always changes the name. Yeah. Like, subscribe, um, leave a, a comment or a review. That'd be really, please. really awesome. Um, you can follow the shop at Old World Emporium. The Old World. The, at the Old World Emporium, mm-hmm. sorry. Um, our website is just Old World Emporium. But mm-hmm. on Instagram, it's at the Old World Emporium. You can follow me at Mystic Dylan Official. You can follow Ivy at Meat Sword. You can follow Brienne at McBizzle B. And have a magical day. Bye. 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 Bye.